I'm thankful you're well. You're listening to Gaino. If you're tuning in for the first time today, Gaino is a Seneca word for music or song. I'm your host, Brett Maybe, and I'm coming to you from the Allegheny territory of the Seneca Nation. Each week we take a listen to some amazing music from different indigenous artists from all across Turtle Island. This week is absolutely no exception to the rules, so without further ado, you are hereby cordially invited to enjoy the music and the chat. My featured artist today is Burke Jodwin, a Métis fellow from northern Saskatchewan. We're going to be discussing his second album, Halfbreed. Among his many accolades, in 2022, he won the Indigenous Artist of the Year at the Saskatchewan Music Awards. He's currently nominated for the 2023 Canadian Folk Music Awards to be held in Vancouver this coming March. We have a lot to talk about, so without further ado, we're going to get into our listening with the devil. You're listening to Gino. There's no telling what tomorrow will hold No way for me to know Will that devil ever let me go? I don't think so Now my brother tells me there's a better way What can I say? I know he's right Just not today I'm going the way I'm going. They'll all line the pews and knowing that it never let me go. Let that whiskey keep on flowing. One last dance with the devil's night. Tell myself it'll be alright. With the devil night, tell myself it'll be alright. One last dance with the devil's night, cause tomorrow's goodbye. One last dance with the devil's night, tell myself it'll be alright. Come on. 
started at Burke Jodwin's live shows, but it's also a great way to start our conversation today here on Gyno. Welcome back to the conversation. Once again, I'm excited to welcome my featured guest today, Burke Jodwin from Saskatchewan to the show today. So without further ado, Burke, let's hop right into it. We have uh, some heavy topics to talk about, but we're also going to have a lot of fun in the meantime as well. Nyawe Scannell, I'm thankful you're well. How are you doing today? I'm doing really good, Brad. I'm doing really good. Thanks for uh, thanks for having me on today. I really appreciate that. Let me just say, as the host of Gyno, I get a kick out of being able to talk to Indigenous musicians from all across Turtle Island, and we get to travel to the far north today and uh, be able to, uh, you know, really dive into the sounds of the land. And I say that because the music definitely reflects your location, and I want people to be transported uh, to your homelands and everything today. So let's start with some introductions, if you don't mind. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, my name is Burke Jodwin, and I'm uh, I'm from uh, Pierce Land, Saskatchewan, in, in Canada. I'm uh, residing in the southern part of the province now, in Leader, Saskatchewan. I'm a I'm a Métis man, half breed, if you will, and uh, and yeah, super proud of it. Uh, Super proud of my heritage. Super proud of who I am, and um, super proud of the uh, the songs we've been we've been putting together. Yeah, these songs are, are really going to resonate with a lot of people because um, you know something that I saw on your website. There aren't a lot of fairy tales here. These are real gritty songs that we're discussing. Yeah. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. There's no. I don't possess the ability to uh, to create um, nothing. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> that makes any sense everything everything i write there's a story i'm a i'm a, I'm a folk singer I, I tell stories of of the people i tell stories of the land and that's that's what, what i do and it's what i enjoy to do it's, it's, it's really fulfilling for me i'm always fascinated with the musical influences that people bring to the table and uh, you have a, a, a clearly kind of rock country or country rock sound if you will uh who are some of the influences that you had growing up um well i've, I've had several lots of influences but i'd say the, the the main influence on me as an as an artist would be mr steve earl mm-hmm. I, I really i love the way steve earl sounds and then later on in his career i love how he whether his whatever his stance may be he takes it and he and he sticks to it it's kind of like what i'm doing with, with my music I, I i believe i'm i'm writing and singing about important topics and uh I just put it melodically and put some cool guitars to it, and hopefully people listen to it. Absolutely. You know, Burke, uh, something that really, again, becomes apparent, and I already kind of touched on this, you're not afraid to tackle hard subjects, and we're going to ease into some of that right now. Uh, (laughs) But, you know, again, talking musical influences and your musical upbringing and whatnot, even though you always had an interest in music, it wasn't until a little bit later that you actually started to play guitar, right? Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, absolutely. I was uh, I was into my twenties, and uh, I was working working up north, and I, I was in a camp, and I came out of camp, and I had a had a pocket full of money. Not looking back, it wasn't all that much, but <laughs> I, I thought I was rich. So uh, I went uh, Christmas shopping. It was right at Christmas time, and I bought my brother a uh, guitar kit. I had a guitar and a little amp and picks and. Uh, little book on how to play it and stuff. I figured that was the coolest present I ever bought anybody. He looked at it and didn't even bother it ever again. <laughs> I was like, what the heck? So then I picked it up and I started to learn it. 
and uh, once I started learning, he wanted to learn it, so I had to go track myself down another guitar. But mm-hmm. yeah, we were we were in our twenties before before we started actually punking around on guitars. It wasn't it wasn't something that was readily available to us as as children, mm-hmm. and uh, so we started doing that and I learned a little bit about the music part of it. And I didn't really start writing until I was well into my thirties. So I'm a bit of a late bloomer. What was it that made you decide to take it to that next level? Was there a particular moment? Yeah. Yeah, there was. Um, I'm a, I'm a recovering alcoholic. I ended up in a residential um, treatment center for, for addiction. And when I came out, I had a lot of idle time, idle hands. You know, they say idle hands is the devil's playground. And so I needed something to do. And so I started boxing, actually. I started exercising and working. I was a boxer. I became a competitive boxer. Um, unfortunately, during my boxing career, I hurt my back. And I wasn't able to train anymore. So I figured, well, I know how to play guitar, so maybe I can write a few songs. And then that's what I started doing. I started writing songs, putting songs together. And it was... It, sounded okay and then I showed some people and they thought the songs were okay and so I thought well maybe maybe I can do this a little little bit more and so now I call music my medicine because it is it keeps me it keeps me busy it keeps me occupied you know it's it's I do not have idle hands now I you know I'm always creating something and, and that's really important to me so that's there was a def- definitive moment where where music did come in and save my life it's a wonderful medicine it's a wonderful tool to be able to do that and congratulations on your sobriety and, you. and I think that's important to also acknowledge as well because you know plenty of people can certainly relate right absolutely hundred percent hundred percent and so this is what also kicks off uh, I guess your desire to want to tackle some of these hard subjects too yeah yeah, for sure. You know, a lot of my songs, like if you talk about the, the song "The Devil," is is about that uh, that hamster wheel that, that we're on as and when we're in active addiction. You know, the the I'll quit tomorrow. Um, when someone listens to these songs and, and they hear those words, and it starts to resonate within them. Maybe maybe I can inspire them to you know maybe give it a shot to to quit today, not tomorrow. And maybe maybe these songs will help somebody along the way, and that would be. That would be the ultimate uh, for me is to actually know I helped somebody somewhere just through my music. You know, I feel similarly uh, with hosting and producing this radio show, right? Like, you know, you never know who's going to be hearing this. And, you know, there might just be, even if it's just one individual, that's one life saved and that's well worth it, too. Absolutely, right. Absolutely. Uh, Burke, when we come back, we'll be discussing uh, well the themes on the album, and we'll also uh, dive a little bit into the, the choice of the title track of the album and everything like that as well. Um, and, of course, as is custom here on Gynote, you were kind enough to provide me with a couple of recommendations. We're going to be hearing the North Sounds Young, dumb, drunk, and not doing so good. And before the show is up, L.J. Tyson's Home on a Rainbow. But kicking things off right now, it's Half Breed from Burke Jodwin today on Gyno. Do you belong? It's like being lost in the jungle, just trying to get along. You look 
Alexa Dawson, phoning in from traditional Osage and Kansa territory, and you're listening to Gyno with Brett Moon. Take my keys 
the north sound with young dumb drunk and not doing so good winding down our first block of listening on today's episode of gyno welcome back to the conversation if you're just now tuning in i'm joined on the line with country rock artist Brooke jodwin of Maryland and music we're discussing his musical background uh, some of the heavy topics and his journey thus far and now specifically uh, we're going to be talking about the track Half-breed. And let's start right there, Burke. Uh, I figure this is a good entry point to uh, acclimate listeners to the overall themes fun on the album, yeah? Oh, okay, absolutely. Absolutely, Brett. Yeah, Half-breed is, a, is what's the title track of the album. And it, it's a really important piece of writing for me. It describes uh, how my life was from the first second that I can remember up until now. Um, it's 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 hard to uh, to belong somewhere. Do you know what I mean? It's uh, I'm, I'm, people call me an Indian, but then the indigenous people call me call me an apple. You know, red on the outside and white on the inside because I didn't grow up out there. You know, I didn't. I don't. Uh, I'm not. I'm not like the, the folks in town. I'm not like the folks on the on the reserve. Um, so it, it's 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 hard, and that's exactly what that that piece of writing is about that's exactly what that song is about is is what it was like for me growing up in northern saskatchewan as a as a half-breed and it was uh it was a bit of a challenge and you know and and you you learn to to not like yourself because you know people people don't like you just because how you look or just because how you sound and 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 to uh like i've experienced a, a lot of racism and and when you hear the hear people experience racism they automatically assume it's from white people well that's not necessarily the case you know i've i've experienced a lot of racism from white people but i experienced a lot of racism from indigenous people too because i'm not full indigenous you know i'm i'm, I'm a half breed so it's uh that's what that song's about it's about the challenges it is to be to be a metis man to be a, to be a half breed there are constant reminders that there's a lot of work still to be done in this process of decolonization it's not Easy, simple work. It's, in fact, quite messy, right? Uh-huh, absolutely. Burke, uh, let's get more into specifics about the album now. How does this collection of songs differ from your previous release? Oh, I found I was a little more um, refined in my writing. Um, but my previous release, it was there was some... Uh, I, I like that album. I love that album. I love the songs on it. There were some really important songs on there. Um, songs like Indian Boy that was about my grandfather in the residential schools and and uh, sisters about missing and murdered indigenous women. And, but when we get into this new album, the writing of it is is more refined. You know, it, I think it shows that I've I've gained some more experience as as an artist coming from the first album to the second album. 
Um, the topics are, are still there. The, the, the heaviness is still there. The importance of the stories is still there, but I think I just, you know, conveyed them a little bit, uh, a little better the second time around. And I think that's often the case, right? You do the first one, and I imagine uh, that you probably like to, you have a tendency to probably overthink things, right? You know, so <laughs> you're, you're dissecting, yeah. oh, I could have done this with this, and, you know, maybe the uh, the arrangement could have been a little bit better. But that's all, of course, part of the process that people need to uh-huh. understand, too, this refinement of things like that, too. Yeah, absolutely. If you do something more than once, you, you're going to get better at it. You know, it's just that's just the way we work as, as human beings. If you, if I do the third one, fourth one, fifth one, hopefully I just keep getting, getting better and better at it. Yeah. Well, you know, the album has done incredibly well already. For listeners out there, Burke won the 2022 Indigenous Artist of the Year at the Saskatchewan Music Awards back in December. And in fact, uh, this album went to like the number 10 spot on the Best Album of the Year, too, huh? Yep, that's that's right. And I was I was greatly proud of that accomplishment because it's 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 validating to know that this this group of uh, writings, this group of songs that we put together, is other people are enjoying them, you know, other people are listening to them, getting something out of them. So that's, that was a, it was a really good day. Something that becomes really apparent, you're not creating songs just to entertain people and to party to. Um, you do write with a purpose. You are trying to get people to think. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I always say that. Um, my goal is, especially in my live shows, is to, is to allow people to feel something. You know, I don't want to numb them from the world. You know, I wanted to think about how things are going because I, I don't think we're going to make anything better unless we really sit down and start thinking about what's going on and what's happened and, and where we need to go in the future. I have zero interest in making people dance and drink. It's just not, I don't, I don't want to do that, you know. <laughs> yeah. You're setting out with very specific intention, and I think it shows as well, and I want to dedicate a couple minutes to talking about this next track that we're going to hear. The song is Walking with the Angels, and there are some very important messages found on the album, but uh, this is one of the ones that is particularly poignant, too. Yeah, yeah well, Walking with Angels is a, is a story about a young man from northern Saskatchewan. His name is Tristan DeRoche. He's also a Métis man and a, an accomplished musician himself. He's a, a fiddler, like a violinist, fiddler. He's a, he does play a lot of good jigs and stuff like that. But... Uh, but we have a problem in Saskatchewan, especially in our indigenous communities, and that being suicide. The suicide rate is alarmingly high within our indigenous communities. And uh, what Tristan did, he walked hundreds of miles to the capital of Saskatchewan, being Regina. He set up a teepee, and he went on a 44-day fast in, in, at the parliament building in hopes of getting the attention of the government. The reason he did that is because... 44 members of the political party in power within the province voted down a bill to address the suicide crisis going on in the province. And he did get the attention of the premier of the province, but all they did was charge Tristan with trespassing. But uh, <laughs> but that's the way it goes. You know, to me, Tristan Droshe is a hero, and to a lot of other people, he's a hero. And uh, if, if everybody had the compassion and the heart of, of that young man, I think this world would be a much better place. And that's why I wrote that song for him and about him was, was exactly that. 
Well, and it's almost like, you know, if they're not going to talk about it, then we have the responsibility to make sure that we will, too. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. If they want to put on blinders and earplugs, well, it doesn't mean we have to. You know, we, 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 have to, we have to do for everybody. We have to save people. We have to, we have to be good human beings. And uh, someone like Tristan is one of the best. You know, he's one of the best people I've ever ever met. We're reaching a, a lot of people today, right? And it is our hope that whether that problem might be drinking, we might be able to help influence them to say, "Look, it is possible. Uh, you don't have to pick that up. You can put it down. You can change your life." But at the same uh-huh. time, you know, even if it's not drinking related, we're also saying to that individual, "Look, your life does matter." And we are going to talk about this, and you matter, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. No matter what we're going through, no matter what you or I or the person we bump into downtown is is going through, you, you know, you do matter. We all matter. You know, there's somebody that loves us, somebody that counts on us. There's somebody that, that will miss us. You know, there's somebody that wants to talk to us right now. We just don't know it. You know, so yes, we all we all do matter. That's a great point, Brett. I belong to an artist collective here on the Seneca Nations territory, and uh, one of my cohorts, uh, she was able to secure um, us hosting the 2023 World Indigenous and International Indigenous Suicide Prevention Conference as well. So, this is something that uh, you know is near and dear to my heart. Uh, it is something that. You know, I tried as a, a young teenager, and I do feel very passionate about, like, you know, we need to do everything we can, uh, once again, to just make sure that people do realize that they're heard, right? Absolutely. That's that's great to hear, Brett. I really, I really am glad to hear that. And yes, that's really so important, so important. We're, we're never really alone, you know, there's always somebody. You might even be a stranger that, that was willing to help out, but there's always somebody. We have a lot more listening today, and we have a few more minutes to come back and chat. So without further ado, uh, we're going to hear the second of Burke's recommendations today, L.J. Tyson's Home on a Rainbow. Uh, but first, it's the song we're talking about right now from Burke Jodwin's Half-Breed, Turn It Up and Sing Along. Rather, listen with open ears and an open heart with Walking with the Angels today on Gyno. I've been walking a million miles of my home I've been walking so long that I don't know I don't know if ever I can go home Sometimes I feel all Felt their pain 
Fun. 
it's done Conservative small place in the middle of Saskatchewan Little boys got more to hide than anyone L.J. Tyson's Home on a Rainbow, winding down that block of listening today on Gyno. If you're just now tuning in, I highly encourage you to go check out the full archive version of this and all past episodes of Gyno at gynomusic.fm, and you're also welcome to check out nv1.org. Burke, once again, congratulations on all the continued success. Um, you know, and for listeners out there, you are currently nominated uh, for the 2023 Indigenous Songwriter of the Year at the Canadian Folk Music Awards. Uh, we'll talk a little bit more about that because that's coming up in the springtime. Uh, at this point in the show, a lot of times we do talk about future plans. Um, what do you have cooking right now? Uh, right now, we're just uh, getting ready to jump on a plane and head to uh, head to Kansas City, Missouri, for a uh, Folk Alliance International. We're going to do an official showcase there. Um, we're going to play, I think, six other showcases while we're there. Um, we're currently in the in the studio laying down tracks for our third album that'll be upcoming here. You know, late spring, summertime, depending <laughs> depending how long it takes to get everything just right. Um, yeah, and then uh, and then we're going to try to hit the ground running and play as many shows and as many festivals to as many folks as we possibly can. That's amazing. Uh, it's my understanding you have a, a little bit of a personnel change on this upcoming album too. Oh yeah, absolutely. Well, we changed a whole quite a bit for this for this new album. Um, we brought my daughter into the mix. She's I'm super proud of that. She's a, she's 14 years old and uh, she's my full time bassist now. So that's that's that makes dad quite proud. Um, we changed uh, we changed the studio. We changed the the engineers, the producer. We we changed pretty much everything. I just wanted to uh, experiment a little bit. Like I say, we got uh, I was a bit of a late bloomer in the, in the, in life as far as music's concerned and and. Uh, with the first two albums, I, I love them. I think they're great. But I just wanted to see if I, there's a sound in my head I wanted to get out. And, uh, I hope I get that. I hope I get that laid down for the third album. I can't wait for its release, and I'm certainly going to stay tuned with uh, your continuing star that's rising right now. Uh, it's so exciting, and I can't thank you enough for the great music. But I think more importantly, Burke. I can't thank you enough for using your voice to talk about important subjects as well. And I hope that's a consistent thing that remains throughout all your future releases as well. Absolutely, bro. I appreciate those words. And, and that, that is a guarantee. Um, the, the new album that we're working on is, is based in, in truth and reconciliation is, is, is where I'm going to come from on, on that album. I'm going to sing a few songs that are hard-nosed truth songs and then I'm going to sing a couple of songs that are hopeful in, in the reconciliation part of it. You know, it's, uh, we're, we're, we only got one, only got one earth here and we're going to have to, we're going to have to figure out how we're all going to live on this earth. <laughs> so, so, uh, yeah. So the next album is going to be, it'll be right full. Some people might take it as, as controversial or, but, uh, but like I say, we talked earlier, everything I sing, everything I write is true. And, uh, it, it is what it is, and it, it'll be what it'll be. And uh, I, I hope I, I have something out there that that I'm proud of, and that people 
listening to it can can relate to it can be can be proud of it also summer will be here very quick in the meantime you have a lot on your plate so best of luck in all your endeavors one last question burke where can people find more of you at um burke jodwin music um you can find me on all major streaming platforms and all major social media platforms um just just hit up Burke Jodo Music or, or Marlene Music for that matter. They're, they uh, they take care of me quite well. Laura and Mark are great people there, so they'd have all the all the things you need to find me there too. It's been an honor catching up with you today, and I certainly hope you'll join me on Gyno again here soon. Anytime, Brett. Anytime at all. Thank you so much for taking the time. Gotta go, he won't be back for a while There's trouble over there and a lot of good people are dying He's got his brothers by his side and a rifle in his hand He's seen his shared devils as he marched through that bloodstained sand go home he gave them his very best as he stepped off that plane they pinned across the valor to his chest now he stands on a runway and wonders where to go now because nobody cares about a sailor in a manitoba town so he lets those demons sing him to sleep Replaced his rifle with a bottle when they took those boots off his feet And something followed him back from that faraway land Now he sits and waits, trying to feel again In a bar in Selkirk, drowning out the pain. He hears those voices screaming without end. When he lays down at night, it's like a horror movie playing in his head. Now he lets those demons sing him to sleep. Placed a rifle with a bottle when they took those boots off his feet. And something followed him back from that faraway land. Now he sits and waits, trying to feel again. In a bar, he said, Kirk, drowning out. Hi, this is Bert Jodwin. You're listening to Gyno with Brett Maybe.
Gino is recorded and produced on the Allegheny territory of the Seneca Nation with support from the Anosaguende Cultural Center and Creatives Rebuild New York. For this and past episodes of Gino, log on to gynomusic.fm or nv1.org. To discover more music from incredible indigenous artists, be sure to check out the Native Artist Directory at nativeartistdirectory.com. Keeps on loving you
Native American Radio Network.